This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Sean Pendergast is taking the day off, so John Harris is in with me. And John... As you and I and most of the listening audience knows, Derek Carr will not be starting for the Las Vegas Raiders this weekend. He's been benched, so Jarrett Stidham, previous Patriots draft pick who had worked with Josh McDaniels when he was there, is now going to start these last couple games. Derek Carr uh, is not even with the team anymore, uh, so as to not be a distraction for whatever weird reason that is. Right, right. Not a distraction. Eli Manning was managed to stick around and, you know, help out the young guys. Whatever. Um, Matt Ryan, too. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's – I didn't even realize this uh, until yesterday when I started, like, reading a little bit more into it. But it's – the Raiders could still make the playoffs. I don't know if they feel like – I didn't feel like Derek Carr was playing so horrendously that he was the issue with the Raiders, even though he hasn't played great the last few weeks. Um, but then you come to find out that he has some injury guarantees in his contract too. So if the, uh, if the Raiders were planning on getting rid of him or at least want to keep the option open of getting rid of him or redoing his contract or something, they probably, I would imagine, don't want to have – be stuck to those injury guarantees yeah so and i almost wonder if like that's why they sent him home too because if he if he gets injured in the weight room then you know that's a that's a football injury yeah you get injured in the weight room but if you go yeah yeah if it's at bally's health club then it's not a football injury yeah what is it is it nfi at that point i think yeah depending on how the team if the team wants to how aggressive they want to be on it it's a it's a little mystifying in some on one hand I don't want I don't want to hear Josh McDaniel sit there and say, "Well, it's an opportunity to evaluate a young player." Look, if Josh McDaniels doesn't know what Jared Stidham is right now after spending years with him in New yeah. England, yeah. And now, if you don't know what you have, then I'm not really sure you've been paying attention, maybe you haven't, I don't know. Either way, 
it's it's really the thanks, Derek. We're done. We'll see you later. And I do think, if I remember correctly, Derek Carr's got a no trade clause. If I remember correctly, so we know how complicated that can get. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, that's a, yeah. So that's the question: is okay? Yeah, where, he does. He has a no trade clause. Where does Derek Carr go if he's going to get traded? And like, where does it make the most sense? And and the the first one that jumped out at me when I was looking at this article by Bill Barnwell, which I don't think it Bar yeah he does he does address it as a um, is the New England Patriots. Um, oh, wow. Because look, I don't. There's boy, I've listened to Boston radio a little bit, and I just did not realize how much. There's just always drama up there. There's always so much drama. Always, always. And all these stories about how Mac Jones might not be. Bill Belichick's favorite guy, and Mac Jones certainly doesn't like Matt Patricia himself. The the they've all but assumed up there that Bill uh, Bill O'Brien's going to be the offensive coordinator in New right. England next year. Yeah. Um, so so the question is, all right, Bill O'Brien has a little bit of experience with Mac Jones just from having talked to him when he took over at Alabama. Yeah, exactly. The guys like Mac Jones helped Bill O'Brien learn the offense, basically, right? Yep, absolutely. And, um, so, or at least modify it. So, would they rather have Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones, or would Josh McDaniels really want Mac Jones and trade off David uh, Derek Carr to the to the Patriots? I, I mean, obviously Belichick and McDaniels know one another, and the first thing Belichick will want to know is, well, what the heck happened with Derek Carr? And so, well, you know, can the son lie to his dad? That's the that's the key. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, we that, know who wears the pants in that relationship. I, I mean, like my son, my son can't, he just can't lie to me. Like I'll walk in the house. Yeah. He's like, dad, I, I ate your donuts. Like, <laughs> Dang it. You know, like he just can't lie to me and, yeah. and which I love and I hate at the same time. You love so it. I, yeah. Cause don't you, I used to tell my, my kid this, like if you would just be a better liar, right. I wouldn't have to punish you. Right. But like you're lying so badly that I know you did it. And now I have to punish you. Right. And that's a, that's a pain in the butt for both of us. Just yeah. lie better kids. Yes. That's what I need you to do. The Patriots. It's funny. Cause the Patriots didn't even come to mind for that reason. The team that did come to mind that is in that division that came to mind are the New York football jets. Yeah. Yeah. And you start thinking about they're right on the brink with Garrett Wilson. They got Elijah Moore still there. Now you bring in an accomplished guy that's done a lot. And I think Derek Carr still has some football left. Like the Derek Carr that I saw in week uh, seven, when we went out to Las Vegas, that Derek Carr can win some games in the league. Now the last few weeks have not gone well, but I don't think Derek Carr and McDaniels and that offense, that was ever a fit. But it's always been a coordinator change for Derek Carr. There's been no continuity. And I think that Derek Carr would work pretty well with the New York Jets. Once you get that offensive line back healthy, you've got weapons, you get Brees Hall, the running back, back healthy, you throw Derek Carr in that mix, man, the Jets could be, that could be something because that defense is there. The defense is already, that defense is legit. But you put Carr in there, oh boy. Oh yeah, I think that's um, Robert Sala. I feel like Robert. I feel like Derek Carr would be full bore into Robert Sala, at least at first. Yeah. Like I, you know, Sala is all uh, Sala is all about the the motivational stuff and everything, like in a good way, not in like a phony way, like some coaches. And I feel like Carr would really like buy into that. I, the one that was mentioned that I would think would be fascinating. 
is Derek Carr to the Colts. Oh. Um, just because Derek, Derek, we know, holds a grudge. And Derek's still, <laughs> Derek's like still, he's like still angry at people who aren't even any longer with the organization, but, right. they are, but he's mad at them, so he's yeah. mad at the Texans. He's yeah. mad at the logo somehow. <laughs> somehow Bob McNair, Charlie Casserly, and Dom Capers. And, and Toro. And Gary Kubiak and every, yeah. <laughs> he's still mad at Toro. That's okay, right. Oh, so that's me- right, yeah, because Toro tackled him in that, that mascot. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that mascot game they played at halftime. Let me ask you this, Seth. And I, I'm not saying that, the Texans would even be interested if Derek Carr came in the market or not. My question about Derek Carr is, do you think that Texans fans would have residual feelings about David Carr that filter through to Derek Carr or because of what Derek Carr has done in his first nine years in the league, that that's all in the, in the background for Texans fans. What would you think think about that? I think I remember, uh, calling people out for their hypocrisy when they were upset retroactively that the Texans hadn't drafted Derek Carr. This might have been like 2018 or so. Right. I don't know. Whenever, remember that year where he was like in the MVP conversation? 2016, yeah. 2016, yeah. I remember, I remember like curiously after all I heard was, no way in hell. They'll, uh, they can't draft Derek. I'll never go to a game again if they draft a car. He's not allowed inside city limits. And then all of a sudden, three years later, I can't believe they didn't draft Derek Carr. Right. What, a, what, a, what a clown show. Um, I think so. Yeah, my answer would be no. I think uh, that's all water under the bridge. Because I, I would argue before that draft, I would argue on behalf of Derek Carr, not that I felt particularly passionate about him, but I did feel like there's just zero way you should hold David Carr's experience here against Derek Carr in one way or the other. Like it should, like it, it's almost like people have never met a family that has like a, a couple of sons in it and yeah. realized that like, oh yeah, wow, these guys are actually a lot different. Like, oh, that's a... Yeah, that's the one I can trust, and that's the one that's uh, going to run out of bounds. And uh, in, in the offensive lineman will have to call it a sack when he could have just thrown the ball away. Yeah, <laughs> and it all it, and it goes the other way too. Just because one brother is great doesn't mean you draft the other brother. Yeah, and let him take weights to his garage during COVID and expect yeah. that he's going to turn into his <laughs> Hall of Fame brother. So you got Martin that too. Family. Yeah, yeah. that's a, I think sometimes where I think the thing people. When they get tantalized with the prospect of bio- like brothers playing and siblings, I should say, siblings playing yeah. uh, in the NFL, they forget that the vast majority of guys in the NFL's brothers don't play in the NFL. Right. Like, there, there's one. There's just one. So if there are potentially two, then you got to judge them like different dudes. They're not, like, all cut from the – like, Derek Watt is – what if Derek Watt had come first? Are you going to say, like, well – I don't know, man. I what, guarantee is he a pullback? you we would have heard that during the draft process. I guarantee <laughs> you. I've heard all kinds of things from fans and, and followers over the years. Well, you know his brother sucked, so <laughs> he's going to, too. You know, it's like the uh, like the Jeff Tedford quarterback, uh, you know, thing for so long. Well, that yeah. guy was a Tedford quarterback. He's going to suck, and then Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers turns deal. into a Hall of Famer. Well, you, you know? know, no, I guess I'm sensitive to it because my older brother, growing up, my older brother, like, was just like a – he was a troublemaker yeah. and didn't do well in school or anything. He ended up, like, when he went to college, he, like, 
got educational religion and got like ended up getting his masters and like yeah. was super dean's list all the time but anyway i just don't want to you know besmirch my brother's good name on the radio but he was a jackass when he was in junior high and high school so i always felt like i was kind of under the gun when i'd come up and we were in a small enough school that i pretty much had all the same teachers yeah. that he did I, I felt like i had to be on my best behavior the first couple of weeks to prove that you know I wasn't going to lock the, lock the poor guy in a closet like my brother had for, for various things. Yeah. I, I, had that same, I had that same situation when I, I taught a kid, and I thought he was quiet, kind of demure, just very nice. What I didn't know was behind the scenes, he liked to party a lot. So oh, yeah. when his younger brother came up, now his the older brother didn't play any sports. When his younger brother came up, everybody thought that's what the younger brother was going to do. And everybody thought about that, and he was a really good athlete. And then, yeah. of course, he did like the party because you know he was like his brother. But, yeah, but everybody got, thought brother that had him drinking like, when he was eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when Doug gets to high school, we got to keep our eyes on this guy. He's going to be in trouble. It was the same. It was the same sort of thing, exact <laughs> sort of thing. But he was an athlete, and that sort of helped him kind of get through the rough spots. But yeah, by his senior year, he liked the party too, so it wasn't too big a surprise. Hey, we've got the toss coming up next, and also uh, some of the celebrity. Sporting deaths of 2022. We didn't really get to the athletes yesterday, so it's a uh, we'll pay some uh, pay pay homage to some of these great athletes that passed away in 2022. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 